no bull. No Scotty, no Pippin, no Michael, no Jordan, no bull. No bull. No bull. Only real shit in my town. Not a fake niggas ain't round. No bull. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of No Ball with myself, Jimmy, from UK Chicago Bulls. Thank you for joining us. If you are watching live or listening back or even just listening on the podcast, as always, I always appreciate the support. Really looking forward to this one tonight. It's uh, a guest that we were due to have on a few weeks back, but we had to delay it because he wasn't very well. But I'm pleased to say he's back now, back fighting fit and ready to go. May not have a lot of basketball to talk about, bearing in mind it was only one game this week or last week. But there's a lot in that game that happened. It was a great game. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And we've got a lot of other stuff to talk about, a lot of stuff off court as well as on court. So I'm really excited to get into this one. If you haven't already seen, he's quite a popular member of the UK basketball community now. Lovely guy, really supportive. And it's a pleasure to have him on. So he is Andy, a.k.a. Zoglug. How you doing, brother? Evening, Jimmy. All good. Yourself? Yeah, very well. Thank you, mate. Thank you for joining me, mate. I really do appreciate it. Uh, not a problem. Uh, as I said, you know, sorry for uh, for not being so so well a couple of weeks back. Not at um, all. But it was just, uh, yeah, I'd have been full of snot um, <laughs> and uh, not not feeling very well, um, not shall we say. So, you know, cheers for putting up with that um, and having us back on. Not at all, man. Like I say, your health's more important than anything else. So uh, first things first, Andy, um, how did you get into basketball? And uh, the obvious question, why the Chicago Bulls? Yeah, so for me, listening to to a few of these shows as well, it seems my tale is similar to a lot of others. I'm of a certain vintage. I'm an early 80s baby. So by the time that, that I got introduced to basketball was when I joined high school, sort of 95, 96. And at that time, you couldn't get away from Michael Jordan. Um, you know, he was pretty much everywhere. So really, as it, as it took hold, I didn't have Sky or anything like that at the time. So it was Saturday morning, Transworld Sport, Football Italia and the NBA show. And, you know, and, and Jordan was all over it. Watching what he could do with the basketball and being part of the high school basketball team, I just wanted to be like him. And that's where the, the sort of the love affair with the Bulls came for me. A little bit later on, it was the and one stuff as well. So the likes of the, the, the sort of the mixtapes that came out, the world tour that they did with... You know, uh, the Professor, Hot Sauce, um, Skip to Malou, players like that. So again, terrible at it, but it was trying to copy people <laughs> like that as I carried on playing through college. I then kind of dipped in and out a little bit as life took hold, you know, through the late 2000s. Started watching again sort of early 2010, 2011 when I was over in Dubai. Not a great lot to do over there, other than try and play a bit of basketball because there's quite a few courts about and certainly watch it because it was on everywhere. And then life took hold. Uh, two kids came along 
which took up quite a bit of my time. We were 12 and 5. They do that, don't they? They take and up it, a lot of time. Uh, it, it's unbelievable <laughs> just how much time. But then I've got my youngest really to thank for me getting back into basketball. So we've got a court literally around the corner from our house. You, you've probably seen pictures on Twitter. It was all overgrown. It's just a single net. Oh, yes. It looks dead out of place. I did see that. And as lockdown kicked in, start of 2020, watched The Last Dance um, on Netflix, which I think drew a lot of people mm. back into basketball. And it was a lot of my childhood growing up watching that. And as we were we were walking across the field, um, the little and asked, you know, what's that? Can we play? And we only had a football. So we did. We, we started trying to shoot in this hoop that had loads of trees overgrown. It was all covered in leaves and whatnot. And we literally played every day. It gave us something to do wow. while we were locked in the house and it got us out. So, you know, if it weren't for him asking those questions and me trying to show off a little bit and show what I could do from when I played 20 odd years previous, or what then you could maybe not I do. wouldn't have got back into basketball <laughs> the way that I did. And naturally, you know, in with the Bulls uh, as well. So, you know, it, the bubble came not long after that, which we weren't part of. So me and the little and watched, you know, a few games of that as it went on, dipped in and out of the Chicago Bulls quite a bit last season, watched all the finals to the little and the first jersey that I got bought was a Milwaukee Bucks jersey. But I was just about to say, I've got a bone to pick with him because I've seen him in the Bucks jersey. <laughs> so that, that was because, you know, I, it's not a bad role model to have. It was Giannis. Listen, you know, that's it, not a bad role watched, model at all, is it? Let's be real. Exactly. So he watched Antetokounmpo play basketball. You know, he's a fantastic player. He's a top, top person as well. You yeah. can see that from the way that he tweets, the way that he is in front of the cameras. So that's why we, we picked him up a box jersey. He's now got a, a... We went in Primark, so he's now got Chicago Bulls pyjamas. He's now better. got Chicago Bulls slippers. He's got a full Chicago Bulls tracksuit as well. And then Elliot throws a big spanner in the works by sending him a LeBron James jersey. Saw that, so, yes. You know, Elliot, <laughs> like, Elliot, Elliot loves to wind things up, though. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we'll, we'll come on to that bit a little bit later. He sent um, my two. Yeah, little, so, so, he sent my two a little care package for the Christmas card things, and because it was addressed to them, I won't open it. So I don't know what they got. Yeah, I've got an idea what one because I, you know, he's been brilliant. I thought he's just going to get one for me, lad, but he said he's throwing something for my daughter as well. I have no idea what it is. I think I know what my lad's got because we were chatting a bit, but I could, with Elliot, you just never know. Yeah. And I've just got a funny feeling knowing him, just for a laugh, he's put a, a Knicks jersey in there or something. I don't know. I, I was going to I was gonna say it wouldn't surprise me if one of your two have got a Knicks jersey. Yeah. I tell you what, if it is, I should be hiding it straight away and sending it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll have to share the other jersey. <laughs> do it that way so so yeah that, that's kind of my my love affair um uh, with basketball I, and then this season I, I fell in big with it you know I, i've what i've missed one and a half games one of them i was ill for i think that was the the second next game um and i missed i was off doing a duathlon so i missed the first denver game i think it was uh, but even then i ended up up at five o'clock and watched it before i headed off i just didn't fancy getting up for the for the so two you're watching tip. all those other games you've watched live Every other game I've watched live, yes. Even last That's... night. So I was in the Lake District. I was on holiday for the weekend. Um, and I said to the wife, I I'm getting up. She's like, but, but you're aware, Matt. Yeah, I don't care. It's the Lakers. Uh, we've not played. I've not seen a game for 10 days. So I I'm getting up. So I was up at one o'clock in the morning 
while everybody else slept with it on my phone that is insane i don't know i wish i could do it i don't know how people do it i sort of had to i mean as everyone knows i'd done 10 in a row once and my other half said to me you need some sleep i mean i looked like a ghost i was white i was i was really quite ill with it as well i'm one of these people that i just need my sleep unfortunately so i sort of have to limit myself to one a week now one live one a week and there's nothing better than watching it live but it's great it's just too much for me. It makes me ill. I do. I can do two in a row. It yeah. matches up with me. But any more than that, and I end up going down like quite ill and stuff. And it's just yeah, yeah I just can't do it. Yeah, I've I've always struggled with sleep, so it works well for me. And I've got I've got a job that's not a manual job, so I sit in front of a laptop. I can do it from home. So if I get a little bit tired, I can grab an hour on the couch for my dinner hour. Right. Um, so it lends itself really well at the moment. My wife still thinks I'm I'm completely crazy. Um, <laughs> getting up at one o'clock in the morning. He doesn't but, mind you, you getting know. up though. No, no. She says as long as it doesn't interrupt her sleep, yeah. she's not bothered at all. So I still get up. I still sort sort the kids' dinners out for for school and make sure everybody's up. So yeah, I can I can function quite well. Fair it's been good. It's been a lot of fun. And certainly with with when Twitter blows up, you know. When you see those plays that, that just get everybody going, oh, um, and you just see Twitter explode, yeah, yeah there's something something quite special about that. The worst part about it is because I'm quite an emotional person, as you probably know by my tweets when I watch live. I'm up, all, I'm either really up or I'm really down. It's there's no in between for me. I yeah. wear my heart on my sleeve, but when I'm, I get up earlier. Like this morning I was up at five o'clock and I watched it before I went yeah. off to work. And you just, you can't get on, I mean, I, I don't go on my phone, so I watch it not knowing the score. And then I go to tweet something and I realise that I'm probably the only idiot watching it at this time, you know, <laughs> five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So it's it's not quite the same. Yeah, I mean, he's just, I'm in a building game, so I just, I just can't do it because I've got a physical job and everything else. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, I mean, to be honest, even if I had a job where I could sit in front of a laptop, that wouldn't work either. Because if I sit down, I fall asleep. So either, either way, I wouldn't <laughs> be able to do it. So yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah, it's not for me. So like, last night's game, that was crazy, right? I went into it not expecting very much, if I'm being honest. You know, we had two games postponed. We had players just coming back. You don't know what they've done. You don't know what their conditioning's like. You expect anybody that's coming back not to have the touch, you know, shots not dropping, leaving them short, pushing them long, not competing. But it just didn't seem to happen last night. We, we were just competing permanently. It was it was so good to watch. It was completely different from Bulls games of previous years Yeah, where that's what you would expect to happen. <clears throat> you know, it, yeah, it was just brilliant, wasn't it? You know, the marvellous. You can't give him enough superlatives. It's unbelievable. Yeah literally unbelievable for a player who everybody was so convinced and i put i tweet it all the time they were so convinced that he was the worst free agency signing for him to do what he did he's washed out there's no mid-range game in basketball anymore it's either at the rim or it's in the three-point line and he comes in and he plays the way that he plays it's just unbelievable you wouldn't have expected that from a bulls player no no, I always say I was absolutely buzzing when we picked him up. I didn't get why people were saying it was a bad signing. I didn't get that at all. But I also didn't expect him to be anywhere near as good as he has been. And he's just, yeah. I mean, it's like when Zach, I mean, Zach still, my issue with Zach is sometimes his decision making still isn't great. Although this season it has been better because he's, he's not the sole 
reliance sole scorer, so it's a bit better yeah. for him. But I think even some of Demar's shots last night, I mean, one of them he missed, and I was like, what's he taking that for? It was a stupid shot. But then you remember, uh, it's DeRozan. He, you know, he hits them more often yep. than not. So there's not yeah. really a bad shot for him. <laughs> Doesn't matter when it is no, in the shot no. clock. You just got to let him shoot it. If you put the ball in his hands, anywhere inside the arc, you know that he's going to get you a bucket. Mm. It don't matter what what point in the game, where you are, whether you're up, you're down, whether it's to you know put you in the lead side of score, the confidence of the man is unbelievable. Yeah. I, you know, I, I love that in him. You know, yeah. he's just brilliant. Mind you, Denzel Valentine used to be confident. <laughs> <laughs> And he's having the ability to back it up as well. Um, you know, I've seen, yeah, yeah. He's, he's having that ability um, behind him to back him up. So, yeah, no, I, you can't say enough about the Rosen. His name definitely at this stage should be in the MVP ring. Um, oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. He's, only because he was out, he's not the leading fourth quarter scorer yeah. like he was. You know, but he's not far off again. No. What was it, 19 points last night? Yeah. In the fourth quarter? 19 in the fourth, 38 overall. I think Tatum's just jumped him in the fourth quarter, hasn't he? I think he's yeah. behind Jason Tatum now. I yeah, think that I think he'll get that back. I mean, we've got absolutely. another game tonight. So, I mean, they, they I don't know if you saw his post-game interview afterwards when he was still on the court. And they sort of said to him, it was, um, of course, it's not um, Stacey King or Adam Amin at the moment. So, we had Mike Monaco and Stephen Bardo. And they sort of said to him, what is it with you in the fourth quarter? I mean, he was smiling the whole way through the interview. It's brilliant. But he said, it's like boxing. It's the championship rounds. And it's like, that that's just hit the nail on the head. Yeah. And that's what you want, isn't it? Because, you know, the Bulls, throughout the season, we've struggled with points off the bench. Yeah. You know, it's it, even last night, we struggled again last night with points off the bench. Now, OK, we're missing key starters. You know, yeah. we were missing Levine. So naturally, some of your point scorers start. But when you know that you've got DeRozan who's going to come on and he can drop you 10, 15, 20 points in the fourth quarter, you worry a little bit less about the points off the bench. It's when you haven't got those big scorers that are delivering, that's when you really start to worry about your bench and what they can deliver. So at the moment, you know, put the ball in his hands and let him go and do it. Yeah, absolutely. There's... It's it's crazy to think that we've done that last night with no Zach Levine, with no Io. I know he's only a rookie, but he's been fantastic. Obviously Pat Williams, but we kind of don't talk about him anymore because he's out anyway. So without Zach and Io, we're still doing that. And you know Io's been phenomenal yeah. on both ends. I, I, I've said it before. I've tweeted it out. Many people have said it as well. For the thirty eighth pick in the draft, you know. Acme deliver again. It's, I think he was expected to go a little bit sooner, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, so to be left for the 38th pick, and then I, I was I was probably as shocked as as others to see the minutes that he was getting early on. Mm-hmm. You expect him to pick up a couple of minutes here and there, but he's again he's a confidence player. You know, his confidence to 
yeah, he got swatted away a few times going to the rim and he'll learn to protect the ball a little bit yeah. better. But you that's what you want. That's what we all wanted from Pat Williams was to, you know, take a few shots. Be aggressive. Get a few points, not be not be frightened, you know, to go to the rim. Yeah. Um and, and I always I always deliver him. And I think if, if you're Kobe White, you've got to be a little bit worried that the new rookie has come in and he's basically providing what you were expected to provide. So, you know, for me, I know there's a lot of talk at the moment that they want, you know, they need some height in the team. They want another wing defender to come off the bench. The only real tradable asset that you've got at the minute is Kobe White, in my mind. I don't think Pat Williams is going to be in any talks. No. He's no. the first player that they traded. They, they, they picked, sorry, they, they drafted, yeah. they picked him fourth. You don't use a fourth pick for somebody that you're going to get rid of very, very quickly. No. So for me, Kobe has to be a little bit worried. And, and there was a, a, a video on Twitter, I think Sam posted it up. Um, after the Lakers game, he stayed behind getting some extra shots in, you know, getting a bit of practice in. And that's what you want to see. You know, that, that shows me that he's not giving up. He, he's really going to push on. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, you know, he comes good tonight against the Rockets. We will see. But, you know, Io for me is... He won't be the rookie of the year. Um, no, he won't. He doesn't score enough points. He's not no. getting enough minutes. I think that's going to Mobley. Um, I don't think there's too much doubt about that at the moment. That's going to go to Evan Mobley. By the mind you, I think Mobley has just gone out, hasn't he? But if he can stay fit, I think that's Evan Mobley's to lose the rookie of the year. Uh, but you know, I, I always is an absolute cracking player for a for a young kid from Chicago. You cannot fault at all what what he has done for for the Bulls this year. No. Um, you know. Bigger and better things are to come from him, undoubtedly. Yeah, it's interesting what you say about with Kobe because had Kobe not have been injured coming into the season, Io's not getting those minutes that he's been getting. No, nope. and that's nope. that absolutely not crazy thing with it all. You're saying about the video as well about Kobe staying back after the game to get up some shots and stuff. That's not the first time he's done that. He does that quite often. That's why. That's what I love about him is he does put the work yeah. in. I'm still not completely sold on Kobe. I mean, if we traded him for something, I'm not going to get too upset about it. And I, I wish him well. Yeah. I hope, I hope that he goes. If if he did get traded, I hope that he goes on. And plays well, like the likes of Campaign and other guys. Wendell Carter's doing it at the moment. That's great. I'm happy about that because it didn't work out here. It's great that it's worked out somewhere else. But I love Kobe as a person. I don't even dislike his yep. game. I don't dislike his game. I just think he's too. In <laughs> I just think he's too inconsistent, in my opinion. Yeah. But I want that to change, and I would love that to change in a Bulls uniform, and him stay here, and it yep. would work out. That'd be fantastic. But yeah, like you, I'm. You know, if, if if the right trade come along, then I'm certainly not going to get upset if Kobe did leave. Although I would feel bad because yeah. he does work his butt off. So it's and that's it. There's only so far though that that people say that you know shooters are going to go through streaky patches. It's how long because Kobe is the last remaining piece other than Levine. Yes. I think. For the, the new front office. Yeah, that's So right. they've not got the same affiliation with him um, no. that they have with uh, with Williams, that they have with, with Io. And, you know, it's, it's all that that comes together, which means that he probably does have to work harder than the rest of the, the Bulls lineup at the moment because he, he's got a point to prove. And like you, I do hope he comes good. I, I hope he pops off tonight, you know, yeah. against the Rockets. Drops 20, 30 points, and we're all singing his praises on Twitter. I'd love for that to happen. Yeah, you and me both. You and me both. It's just, he'll have one really hot game, and then 
three or four ice cold games. Yeah. But, you know, I really, 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 really hope that changes. I know I say that every week, but I genuinely do because I love the person that Kobe is yeah. as much as anything. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, speaking of last night, I was just going to say, you were saying about getting off to slow starts and things like that. Lonzo, I think he missed his first two, three pointers, didn't he? And you just thought, oh, yeah. oh no, not again, not again. Because he's been firing that quite well all season, but he's had a couple of slow yeah. games. And then out of nowhere, he made one and that and that was it. I mean, in the first quarter, I remember he made a, he made a three-pointer, went up the other end, blocked LeBron, then went yeah. up the other end on the break and made a layup. He may have double yeah. dribbled. He absolutely did double dribble, but we're not going to. He gonna... absolutely did double dribble. We're not going to. Me- we're it. not going to mention that because the officials didn't pick it up. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, these even themselves out because there was there was a bad pass from LeBron. Off um, the, it, it looked like you know he was complaining that it came off. I can't remember who it was at the Bulls player, and it clearly didn't. No. Um, you know, so these things even themselves out. Yeah. Um, the, the officiating hasn't been great this season, has it? Let, let's and and that's not just against the Bulls. No. At times it feels that way, but the officiate officiating has been poor in my mind um, across the piece. We've got our Twitter group, and it's all the fa- UK fan pages, and we all have a bit yeah. of banter in there. Just by reading that, you know, it's not just the Bulls games that these refs are bad because yeah. it's, it seems every morning one of the teams are saying terrible calls, blah blah blah. And, yeah. You know, we're not blaming the refs for results. You know, for example, that Houston one where Lonzo got given the offensive foul. One of the worst calls I've ever seen, ever, in the NBA. That, I, I don't understand how that wasn't the three and what. I just, I'm I, such a, such a bad call. Uh, you know, anybody could have made that. And even the Rockets couldn't argue. No fans at all could argue that that was a foul the, on that play. Um, the worst thing about the somehow, call was that they reviewed it and it didn't get overturned. That was the worst part. I mean, yeah. Listen, I'm not blaming the rest for losing that because we weren't good enough. It's as simple as that. But yeah. if that goes in, we probably do win the game, realistically. that was That's literally one of the worst calls I've ever seen watching this game. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It was, it was pathetic. And the, like I say, if it didn't get reviewed, it happens. You get over it. But the yeah. fact it was reviewed and it still wasn't overturned, that, that to me is just mind-boggling. Absolutely mind-boggling. No, I, I agree. But yeah, Lonzo did pick it up, thank goodness, because it was worrying. Did. And we need Lonzo, especially with Zach out. We need Lonzo scoring. Yes, we do. And we need Vooch as well. You know, we, we need Vooch because when Vooch goes off, he's virtually unplayable. He, you know, I know there's, 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 oh, there's a lot on Twitter that people want rid, you know, getting traded out, this, that and the other. I, I disagree completely. I think he's pivotal to the Bulls' offence. And if we get him going, it solves a lot of our problems that we run into with the zone defence. When we end up just with Zach and Demar playing iso ball, you know, he is that third option um, that you can stick it into him. And he's a decent passer of the ball as well. He's a very um, good He puts passer. up a good number of assists yeah. each and every game. So for me, you know, it's frustrating when you're watching him and it's, you know, it's not falling for him. But then you watch him against the Hornets he drops, what, 30 points? Yeah. He leads all teams, drops 30 points. You know, you've then got Demar, 20-odd, Levine, 20-odd, and that's how you end up dropping 130-odd points, Yeah. Um, you know, uh, in a game. He'll find his touch and he'll go off. He'll have a streak, you know, four or five games and everybody will love him again. Um, it's, it's, a, it's just a, mate, it's a confidence thing. And, and listen, we're frustrated yeah. watching him, but, I mean, which game was it? I can't remember what game it was in particular now. 
there's no one more frustrated than Vooch, and he really showed yeah. it in that one particular game when I mean he couldn't he couldn't even make a layup. It was he was having such a poor game. I think it was all in his a lot of it's in his head. But you can see is. the frustration. I mean, he was you don't see him like that. He's normally quite cool and yeah, cool and calm. But he was visibly very very frustrated. He was smacking the ball on the court. It, yeah, it's it's not nice to watch, and he's gonna turn it around. He's too good a player not is. to. Like I always say, he yeah. gets in the right spots. He's getting great looks. His little hook shot—that's oh. normally money. Yep. If he wasn't getting, if he was taking terrible shots, yeah, then there's going to be a problem. He's not. He's getting great looks, and he's good enough yeah. to drop them. You know, he, they're leaving him wide open on three. Of course, he's got to take that. He's a great three-pointer yeah. shooter. Of course, he is. And you don't lose that overnight, do you? Like no. you say, you know, he only needs one or two of them to drop early in the game. And you just know then that you can put the ball in his hands and he is going to do something. He's either going to find the open man or he's going to nail the three. Yeah. You know, he's too good of a player uh, to, to go a full season. And we're still saying, you know, we're still having the same conversation come the end of the season as we head into the playoffs. I just don't see that happening. I, I just see him turning it around me. Yeah, I hope you're right. I, I, I'm massively backing that as well because I just think, he's like you say, he's too good a player not to. And on the defensive end, he's been he's improved massively this season yeah. because he he never was a defender. I don't think he ever claimed to be, but he's he's serviceable on that end of the floor now as well. And I think a lot of a lot of the the improvements on the defensive end, you've got a single out ball and you've got a single out Caruso because right. so, yeah. you've got to hold the rest of the team accountable. If yeah. you're putting all the effort in, you're getting the steals, you're disrupting plays. But nobody behind you is doing it. You're going to start, you know, you're going to wonder why. So I think that, you know, you've got to accredit a lot of that improvement to those two. They're both absolute pests on the court. Oh, and I love, it's... I love how vocal Caruso is as well. Yeah. When you first come into the team, they'd done the open training session, didn't they? Which they put yeah. out on YouTube. And he was the main one sort of telling yeah. them. And they think, hang on, you've only just come here and you're... But I love... it's not a negative. That's a great thing. We haven't That's had what that. You want. yeah. That that is what you want. You want somebody coming in like that. Yeah. You know, he knows what he's been brought in for. He knows what he's good for. He knew he was a bench player. He knew he was going to be the sixth man. Yeah. And he's relished in that role. He's absolutely, you know, he's coming to his own. And at times, it's like he's an octopus. It's like he's got eight arms because you wonder how he manages to, to get onto the ball sometimes. But he does. And he does it cleanly as well. It's, it is unbelievable. I love watching him. Everyone that follows me on Twitter will know how much I yeah. love the guy. But I could literally watch him play the entire game and not have a minute's rest and I'd be happy. I think I love that <laughs> attitude just to get involved in everything. And obviously he's got the talent to back that as well. But he's not the flashy shooter nope. or dunker. And he knows that he can do that. But he's, yep. you know, he knows that's not what yeah. he's about. And he, like you say, he just absolutely loves what he does. He, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, I can't speak highly enough of Alex Caruso. Well, any of these players, I mean... There's not a player yeah. on this team that I dislike. And even yeah. McKinney, who's come in and just signed another 10-day. I think he's yeah. done well. All right, he's not setting yeah. it alight, but he's doing a he's doing a solid job, you know, considering we got him in from nowhere. And, and that's it, isn't it? He's 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 come in, he's been brought in. This is what you you brought here to do, and it, and he's delivering. Mm. You know, he, he stepped into the team and he's doing what he needs to do. You, you can't ask for any more for a player no. who's been brought in and told you got a 10 day contract. And it's shown because they've renewed it, you know, yeah. they, they still need him uh, and let's carry on. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I've...
I'm absolutely loving watching this team. Another thing I wanted to point on, DeRozan, he's just not he's not getting these foul calls, is he? There's quite a few no. that just go... Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he went to the free-throw line quite a bit last night, didn't he? He seemed to get a few more last night, but down the stretch... You know, he, he was pushing to the rim and he just weren't getting any calls at all. So and there was a couple of really dubious ones last night. He was getting a lot more in the second half. But in the first half, there yeah. was a couple of really dubious ones that they just weren't calling. To be fair, there was a couple up the other end as well. So we can't really complain too much. Because... Yeah, it's a shame. That's the other thing. It's a shame that they announced that Derek Jones Jr., obviously he went off yesterday. He went off halfway yes. through the game last night with the hamstring. He will not play tonight, by all accounts. Okay. Shame because he's been, he's another one. He's been phenomenal. It's actually a shame yeah. his contract's up at the end of this year because I don't think we can afford to keep him. Who knows? And, and that's it, isn't it? Because you know, let's be honest, Zach's going to get his money. Yeah, There's no to. two ways about it. No, he has to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, he's the he's the figurehead for me of the Bulls for for the foreseeable. You've got to give him his payday. He's stuck around through some pretty torrid times. So now you've you know you, you've got to let him lead, haven't you? You've got to give him his big payday. Um, you've built a team. You, you know you've you've brought in some very very good players to support him. But like you say, it's just unfortunate that there's going to be players like Derek Jones Jr. who, you know, they're not going to be here. I don't think next season. I don't think so, and it is a shame. I wouldn't be surprised if he was in a trade package just because yeah. on an expiring. Um, that said, saying yeah. about Zach, I've said this a few times, people. I wouldn't be surprised if Zach did take a slight drop in the money that he's entitled to if they can get another star in. I wouldn't be yes. surprised if Zach did that. I'm not saying he should. He deserves his money. Absolutely he does. But I wouldn't be surprised if that was his attitude going into the, the contract negotiations. I, yeah, and, and I think that's the way... That, I mean, obviously, the, the front office is very good. They know what they're doing. They're talking to him now. But you wouldn't be surprised if that's the way that they were playing him at the moment, is to say, look, you know, we need one more piece of this jigsaw and we can absolutely deliver you a championship. You know, if we can keep the team fit, we've we've shown you we're 18 and 10 when everybody wrote us off. We, you know, the team won't gel. You and, and Demar won't play well together. You know, Lonzo can't shoot the ball, even though he's been trying to work hard on it. The, the team's just not going to work. And we're sat at 18 and 10. And we've had players out pretty consistently, you know, from there. For me, that's the way I think the front office are going to be playing it. And if you can take a little bit less, then maybe we can put that final piece in place. We can bring that big guy in that we need, you know, to support off the bench. Who knows? You know, like you say, he's well within his rights to turn around and say, nope. I've done what you asked me to do. You know, I want my money. I want my payday. But I don't think he's stupid. I think, you know, he's the kind of player. I don't think Levine wants to go through his entire career and not get a championship. No, no, he's a winner. He, he's, he is a yeah. winner. He's It's killed him the last few years. I mean, he's never been to the playoffs, which is, is, is so hard to believe. That's scandalous. That's incredible. The fact that you even just say, you know, one we could be one star away from a legit total contender, it just makes yeah. you smile so much. But it it's absolutely it, it's not a lie. It's that's nope. that's the fact. We are that close now. Well, we, we we sat out two games and we are still second in the East. Yeah, and I think we certainly were when I looked earlier today. We're still second in the East. Yeah. Will we finish second in the East? Maybe. 
you know, not, who knows? Yeah, it's not impossible now, is it? I, you know, I, I would be shocked. No, no, but absolutely not. Yeah. yeah I, I'd be shocked because you, you still expect the Nets and the Bucks to be the top two, in all honesty. Third, absolutely. Well, why not? You yeah, know, the, the, I, you I know okay, Miami uh, are a decent team. Outside of that, who, who's really going to, you know, push us if we've got a team that's fully fit, playing as well as they have been? I think the crazy thing is, it seems like all season, bar maybe two or three games, we've been saying about Vooch not Vooch's shots not dropping. Yep. Imagine how good we're going to be. We're still second. We're eighteen and ten, yeah. like you just said, and yeah. Vooch hasn't been playing to his normal nope. standards. No, nope. no. Nope. I mean, listen. I know a lot of teams have had players out, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but we've not had Patrick Williams. And Vooch hasn't yep. been playing well. And we're still 18 and 10. If you said at the start of the season, you're going to be 18 and 10. I wouldn't have believed you for asked, a second. Yeah, you'd, you'd have snapped people's hands off. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll say, you know, if, if you said you were level, if you said you're going to be 15, 15. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, we've not got a losing record. I would have. <laughs> if you had said we got to Christmas with a 500 record, I would have, yeah, I would have taken that for sure. Yeah. One hundred percent, especially after yeah. that West trip we had. That was brutal. November was yes. a brutal month. Yeah, and I would have said, right, we've got to we got to the New Year or to Christmas with a five hundred record, and we've got that brutal schedule out of the way. Yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely would take that. It's I say it to people all the time. I can't stop smiling when I think about how amazing we are at the moment. It's just such a nice feeling. It's it's wonderful, isn't it? It's it's you incredible. Know? It really really it's, is. It's, yeah. It's a great time to be a Bulls fan. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It, yeah, it is. I just can't stop smiling, mate. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to speak about the offensive rebounds last night. To me, that was, especially in the fourth quarter, those offensive rebounds we got, that won us the game, essentially. Yeah, and and where we've lost, that's where we've struggled. Yeah. You know, we, we've not had that second chance opportunity. No, we were giving the teams it on our end. We were giving Absolutely. them those rebounds, but we weren't collecting them the other end. Exactly, exactly, and, and like you say, for me that that won us the game. We, you know, we, we won by five points. You've got to attribute a lot of that to, to the way we we attacked the rim on the you know the second chance. There was there was a lot of putback opportunities. Yeah, that went in that in previous games. You know, you, you take the seventy sixers. We didn't do that at all. No, you know, we, we just let him be do what he wanted to do. Yeah. Um. So it was fantastic to see, and hopefully, you know, they continue that um, as we go into these next, you know, next five or six games. Yeah, I was worried initially because DeAndre Jordan just looked like an absolute beast in the first quarter. And I thought, oh, my God, we're just not going to... He was getting everything. I just thought, well, yeah. this, this is not going to end well for us. And then he just, I don't know what happened. Someone got in his head, perhaps, and... Next thing yeah. you know, him and was it him and Westbrook in the fourth yeah. were just stood there watching the ball, and Caruso just Caruso. ran in between him and grabbed oh. it. <laughs> that that was that was one of the two times that I woke my wife up last night. There was that time when I started cheering when he just come from nowhere, and the other time was the flex. Yes, I just loved that. I just because yeah. you don't see it from him at all. No. He's not that kind of player at all. But that flex against the Lakers, that was just that was him. Like, yes, this is what you could have had, but you let me go. I asked yeah. for less. You still let me go, so you can have a bit of this. And I, I noticed one of the times when Caruso went down. LeBron was one of the players to pick him up. 
which I thought was just that just shows you the respect yeah. that LeBron does have for him, and he's been very vocal yes. about that. To be fair to LeBron, but also another bit that made me chuckle was when Rondo come down with the I think it was a rebound, and then Caruso just pounced yeah. on Rondo, ended up locking him up on the floor. And he got a jump ball from it, yeah. which he had no right to do. And then Caruso and Rondo were both lying on the floor laughing, like having a little smile to yep. each other. So yeah. that they've obviously, there's a lot of mutual respect there, I would have thought. And playing and, so that's it, isn't it? You know, it's like it's like we said, it's the kind of player that Caruso is. Yeah. But he's not left there. It was nothing against the players. He's not engineered and a move away. By all accounts, he wanted to stay. Well, he went back um, to try and take less money, didn't he? And they still didn't want to. Exactly. Exactly. So there's going to be that respect. You know, those players know what he can do. Yeah. He delivered that during the bubble. You know, he delivered in spades for that team. When, in, in all honesty, he probably had no rights in doing so because he wasn't the focal point of the team. He's not the big flashy player. But he did the great stuff and he did it really, really well. And that then allowed the rest of that Lakers team to go and do what they can do well. And I do think that they miss they miss Caruso. 100%. You know, that they've backed Horton Tucker. Yeah. You know, he's now got a lot of weight on his shoulders, a lot of expectation on him, because that is the, the young player that they backed. Um, yeah. And they let Caruso go. And I am 100% glad that they did because I am delighted that Caruso is a bull and long may he remain a bull. I was buzzing the morning I woke up and we had signed him. I remember how happy I was and he's he's not disappointed. And I, I, it's, I love seeing all the Bulls fans. I've not seen one Bulls fan say anything bad yeah. about him. And it's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. I, I love the man so much. <laughs> I'm sure he's got a restraining order out on me for when I get to Chicago. I wouldn't, it I wouldn't it. surprise me. Once your flights are booked <laughs> to Chicago, I'm pretty sure he will be He will be quickly on that. If he isn't, then someone needs to warn him quick. <laughs> um, although I really want to give Damar a hug as well, because uh, I, I love a hug, and apparently so does Damar DeRozan. So that's going to be he's my He's hugging everybody. Yeah. He had no Zach to hug last night, so it was Caruso <laughs> that got Bob. My mission will be to... Just stare at Caruso with a weird, freaky smile and freak him out <laughs> and hug DeRozan. That's going to be the two things I'm going to try and do when I get out. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> if, if they let me anywhere near them, of If course. they let you in. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it on the game last night, to be fair. I think we've covered most of the stuff. Oh, well, Camelo with back-to-back back late threes didn't need to put them back in, but turned out to be, thankfully, relevant because we've, we've won anyway. And yeah, the other thing with Vooch, which I saw somewhere, I think it was yesterday, actually, before the game, was saying about his shot not being there. He's This season, he's averaging 15 points, 10 rebounds and three assists. He's averaging that and his shot's not falling. It's scary. It shows you, it's, it's frightening. You know, what is he averaging if his shot is dropping? Yeah, 25. he's still... The thing is, it's not as though he would be taking points away from Levine and no. from DeRozan because he's getting those shots. Exactly, yeah. Anyway, yeah, they're giving him the ball in the first quarter. Go yeah. on, you know, let, let's see if we can get you going. So what, what you're then getting is extra points on top of what you've already got. He's it's not taking the ball out of anybody's hands. Once, once he gets going, there's not a team I would fear. To me, it all depends on what the Sixers do with Ben Simmons. I, I've, I I stick with it. I think Sixers are a terrible matchup for us. And if they get Ben Simmons back or they make a trade, which is probably more likely, depending on who they can get in, that's that's the one that I'm not comfortable with, the Sixers. I'm, I'll take the Bucks. I'm not saying we'll beat them in a seven-game series. I'm not saying that at all. 
I'd fancy us more against the Nets, especially if hard uh, if Kyrie's not back, which of course he may yeah. well be by then. But you know, I think that's a good matchup for us. I do. They play a great style for us. I'm not. Sure. We don't know about the Bucks yet, of course, because we've not actually played them yet this season. So that's no. you know, they could absolutely wipe the floor with us. Who knows? But yeah, like you say, conference finals is not out of the question in my opinion at all. I think that's nope. really realistic at the moment. Yeah, who knows? Andy, I think you wanted to ask me a couple of things, so I'm going to let. I did. I've got I, I, one of them. One of them was literally. I think you've just answered it there. So it was a question that I saw you post up for the Hoops Genius. Of if we've got a fully fit Bulls team, yeah, where do you think we're getting to this season? Okay, so at the start of the season, I said our ceiling would be the second round. Uh, yeah, of, obviously the Eastern Conference playoffs, which would have been brilliant. You'd, I'd have bitten your hand off for that at the start of the season. Now, I'm tr- I'm really trying. <laughs> I say this every week. I'm really trying not to get carried away. I'm trying to stay grounded because how can we go from a team that couldn't even get into the play-in tournament to a team that could now potentially get to the conference finals yep but i'm gonna say it i think we can get to the conference finals i I really do i don't think we'll get to the nba finals yeah but i think we can get to the conference finals but i I agree it it sounds crazy coming out of your mouth it just doesn't sound (laughs) (laughs) like like you say it's a big swing isn't it you know, you don't want to get carried away because, you know, injuries can happen. We all know that. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I I agree. I just wondered if you'd convinced yourself that that's where we can uh, uh, we can get to. In my own head, I absolutely have. But I'm yeah. trying not to say it out loud because I don't want to look like an idiot. <laughs> you don't want people collecting the receipts. <laughs> I've got plenty of them this season. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> My draft, so then, my draft folder is as long as my arm, mate. Ever since. <laughs> Brilliant. So then, just following up on that, take our Bulls team today. Well, a fully fit Bulls team. You can take one player from the past that's not named Michael Jordan, and you can drop him into our team to turn us into, you know, title contenders, banner seven, and all that. Who are you picking and why? So my initial. The first, first person that comes to my head is, is Dennis Rodman because he's my favourite player behind Michael Jordan. But that's probably too obvious and, and maybe that's not the player we need either in this in this team. <laughs> Although it would be nice to have a legit power forward. Oh, that's a great question, you know. Obviously, I didn't watch, I always say, I didn't watch between the Derrick Rose years and stuff. So it's difficult for me to pick a player from there. So I'd have to pick one that... Oh, man, who would I pick? Do you know what? Do you know who I think I would pick? It's out of two, actually. It's out of two, and they're both from the 90s. I would pick either Tony Kukoc or Scotty Pippen. But I think Kukoc would be more of a need. So I'm going to go Tony Kukoc. That's who I would So Kukoc was one of my two that I'd picked. The other one was Noah. Joachim Noah, yeah. See, I love Noah, but where I didn't watch fully then, it would have been difficult for me to have said that. Um, But but Kukoc was was sort of... I landed on Kukoc myself. Yeah, I think I would um, need to... He would fill the gap that we've got at the moment, um, I think, in the team. And I think that would be the the missing piece of the puzzle for us. 
Yeah, I think to, to, I think Tony Kukoc would be a great fit, to be fair. Although I'd just love to see Dennis Rodman back. <laughs> Could you imagine Rodman playing in this current oh, era? I mean, he, he wouldn't survive a quarter, would he? Let's be no. real. He wouldn't survive no. a quarter. He'd, be, he'd, be, he'd have his marching orders very, very quickly, <laughs> if we're being perfectly honest. Um, and then the, the final question, I mean, they were the two that, that I had for you. The final question um, that, that came from Scott, and you have to pick. So. Markinen. Oh, I knew it was going to. I knew it was going to be a Larry Markinen question. Oh, Mark or Caruso. So your your old love or your new love? Who's who's told you to ask me this? Scott. Scott. I right. The belting question. As soon as it came through, I said that is an absolute peach. I will finish with that one. Scott, you're you're about to get blocked when this finishes recording. <laughs> Scott, tell you. Oh, it's Caruso, isn't it? It is. It is. like it's the right answer. And the, the reason it's Caruso is not only is he absolutely amazing, but the fact that I just jumped shit so quickly. <laughs> like when I, started, when I started tweeting about Caruso, everyone was going, oh, you've forgotten about Lowry already. I, listen, I love them both, but Caruso, I love Caruso for what he does. I love Lowry for what, I think he can still do, but he hasn't done it on a consistent, regular basis. He, we've seen it in spells, haven't we? But yeah. like I said to Ellie, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I genuinely believe offensively Lowry Markinen would be where Vooch is at, or sort of Vooch in his prime when his shot's dropping. That was yeah. genuinely where I saw Lowry Markinen offensively, not on the defensive end. I don't think he's ever yeah. going to be a solid defender, but he just hasn't quite got there. I still look for him. I still watch his highlights and stuff, and I still root for him. I do still genuinely love the guy. But yeah, yeah it's Caruso. It, it has to be, man. That, that that man has just been unbelievable. And and he must be doing something right because the whole of Bulls Nation like him. Like I said, I don't think I've seen a negative tweet from a Bulls fan no. about Caruso, which is unheard no. of in any, any player. Even Zach gets his yeah. negative tweets and, and Damar even. I've seen yep. a couple of Damar ones. They're not too, nothing too bad, but yep. I've never seen one about Caruso. Not one. No. So, I, I, you know, you hear the chance, MVP. He knows yeah. he's not going to be MVP. You, but, you, you know, you've got to back the underdog, haven't you? And for me, a lot of it with Caruso is his story. He's, he's 32 teams in the NBA said you're not good enough to play. Mm. So, you know, he didn't give up. He went into the G League and, you know, the rest is history, isn't it? He got his chance um, and he, he took it with both hands. I think to get LeBron James's respect as quickly as he did, that kind of tells you everything, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, absolutely. To be honest. I mean, yeah, his story is great. And you're saying about the MVP chance, it was quite funny after the game when he was asked about that. He sort of said, look, I wish they would save it for people that are actually up there. Um, and last yeah. night, last night they did. They were singing it for Damar when he was at the line. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the, so they should. The craziest thing about that is it, it, there's a chance. <laughs> you can't have that conversation. You can't talk about the MVP and not talk about what Damar's done. You can't. No, you can't. No, no. He's, he's, whether he'll be there at the end of the season, I think at the moment he's still in the top five. If you ask me yeah. personally, I would still definitely put him there. I thought Zach was going to be in the conversation this year. Not top five, perhaps top ten. Deep, yeah. deep down in the conversation, granted. Yeah. I thought his name would be thrown about by a couple of people. But yeah, it's turned out to be DeRozan. And it's it's not that's not false. Like That is legit. No. 
he's been phenomenal. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely. I've got to ask you, Andy, what jersey is that you're rocking? It looks like an old champion. Which one? Oh, it is a champion. Oh, it's Rodman. the Rodman one. Nice. It is. Nice. Big Rodman fan. It is. Big Rodman fan. Yeah, it's like likewise, likewise. You know, just his extravagant nature. Um, and the fact that he knew his role, he yeah. did it really well. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know, those three, when you were growing up, you saw Jordan, Pippen and Rodman. It was hard not to like what Rodman did yeah. on the court. Yeah, unbelievable. I, I've always rooted for him off the court as well. I just find him, he's done a lot of questionable yeah. things, a lot of questionable things that are hard to defend. But you just, I, I always <laughs> find myself just... Oh, come on, like really just hoping that he's in a good place. You know, I've got so much love yeah. for that man. So much love for that man. Yeah. Talking of jerseys, we did touch on it earlier, but massive shout out to Elliot from Hooping and Looting. I don't know if you've seen it, any people out there, I'm sure you have because it's been all across the socials, but he's basically been giving away kids' jerseys to people doing Christmas cards and stuff. And it's, honestly, it's he, he won't like it. If he, if he hears this back, he will hate it because he hates the praise. But genuinely, it's been an amazing thing. I think it was up to 60-something that he's given away. It's crazy from where it started. So it started, didn't it, as a competition. He, he, he tweeted out, I've got four jerseys. Yeah. Get your kids to design me a Christmas card. I'll pick my four favourites. So you've kind of got to give a, a little shout-out as well to, is it Mark, Mark the Throwback from Store? Throwback Store, because Mark he then donated and a said, few, yeah. Yeah, I've got some, throw them in the pile. And then it, it was about 16 or 20 jerseys that he yeah. was going to do, the first ones. And then all of a sudden from there, it has just grown and it has grown yeah. and it has grown. Um, and he's making sure that every kid, you know, gets a basketball jersey. So I was in the lakes, um, obviously, at weekend. There's a basketball court. I put a picture up. Um, I went down there with a the basketball, took the kids. My eldest isn't sporty at all. But because of that jersey that he got, he then wanted to play a bit of basketball. So we got oh, him on the free throw line. We got him taking some shots. He won a couple of quid off me. Because um, <laughs> uh, I I got him shooting five three throws and he shot one. So I said, if you can get more than one, I'll give you a quid. So he did. He got two. I'm sure he was just slow playing it. So I said, right, go on, then let's see if he can beat that. He got three. And, you know, I was thinking, I'm going to be out of pocket here if he carries on like He's not this. been watching white um, men can't jump, has he? <laughs> I mean, pretty much he must have been um, but he, like I say he's not sporty at all because he got a Lakers jersey as well he got a, you know um, a James jersey um, and that just seemed to spark something that he wanted to play with us usually he'd stand playing Pokemon Go or something and he decided that, that yesterday he was going to come uh, and shoot some hoops with us so you know a, a massive Shout out massive thanks to, to Elliot. Yeah, you know, listen, that's it's not... unbelievable what he's done. And you see all the kids with the different jerseys on, it, the smiles on their faces. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. And you know, if you do listen and you haven't done it, get your kids to sit down, no matter how old or how young they are, get them to scribble on a piece of paper, get them to draw something, fire it into him. And I'm pretty sure at some point you will find a jersey landing on your doorstep for your kids. I think he was completely out of jerseys, but then I think he said he'd managed to source a couple more. I, I don't know where he's getting them all from, yeah. but seriously, yeah, shout, as, as you say, shout out to Mark from the throwback store as well, because I know he's thrown a few Elliot's way to, to do it, but it, it is yeah. amazing. That story you just told, and that's not the first story like that I've heard. So, Elliot, you are literally getting kids playing basketball, mate. It is truly unbelievable. And I know... You're doing more than what the British Basketball League have done in God knows how many yes. seasons yeah. to get kids on a basketball court with a ball in their hand. 
Yeah, and he's a humble bloke. He won't like the praise, but it's just facts. And I know for a fact that he he likes to give it all the all the mouth yeah. earlier on on all the banter and everything else. But I know for a fact that he sits down when he when he goes through all these messages at home, and there's got to be a tear in his eye for what he's done. If there's not, there should Absolutely. be. There should be because it's absolutely amazing what he's doing. So yeah. massive respect for that, Ellie. Massive respect. Although if you have given one of my kids a Knicks jersey, I'm going to come on next week and absolutely destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. It, I would not put it past him. I really no. wouldn't. <laughs> so. Right, Andy, we'll quickly touch on the games this week just for the prediction. We didn't do it last week because it yeah. seems completely pointless because we didn't even know there was going to be the Lakers game. Yeah. We have got... I'm not actually going to do the show for probably about three weeks after this one. So we'll touch yep. on the next two weeks' games. We'll do them in two different spells. Yeah. So we'll start this week. We got the Rockets tonight at home. Yep. Wednesday we got the Raptors at home, and then Boxing Day we've got the Pacers again at home. So what are you saying for those three? I think we're going to go two and one. Uh, I think we're going to struggle tonight on a back-to-back against the Rockets. And I think we're going to beat the Raptors and the Pacers. Right. I was going to go two and one, but I wasn't going to take the Rockets' defeat because I think I don't think they'll let that happen after what happened last time against the Rockets. I think it could be the Raptors' one that bites us. But I'm going to go three and zero oh, because I won't match you. So I'm going to go three and zero. Oh. And then we've got the following week, Monday. We've got Hawks on the road, which is actually the second night of a back-to-back. That's directly after the Pacers game. Then we've got the Hawks at home on the Wednesday. Then New Year's Eve, which is the Friday, we've got the Pacers on the road, which is an 8 o'clock tip, actually, in the UK time. And then on the Saturday... Hopefully we don't change that one. Yeah, hopefully not. On the, mind you, not, I'll probably get, around, get away of watching that. We'll have to see. On the Saturday, obviously, there's another back-to-back. We've got the Wizards on the road. Crikey, that's three back-to-backs in two yeah. weeks. Well, in just over a... Well, yeah, two weeks. That's crazy. So, yeah, Hawks... Hawks twice, Pacers, Wizards. So I'm going. I'm going to go three and one. Oh, you've you've done. You've nicked me again. You're in my head. <laughs> You're in my head. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go two and two for that one then, because I can't go four and zero oh, because that's un, well, it's not unrealistic, but it's it's a stretch. You were surprised if they went four and zero, oh, but yeah. I'm going to no, go three two and two. So I'm going three and zero oh this week. You're going two and one, and then the following week I'm going two and two, and you're going three and one. And we'll uh, we'll touch back on that on the next episode. I'm not sure when that's going to be yet, guys. It will be in the new year now. I'm not going to do one now this side of the new year. So um, I will keep an eye on the socials. I'll tweet that out when that's going to go out. Andy, thanks again, man, for your time and doing this. I've I've really enjoyed. No, thanks for having me on. It's, it's you know it's much appreciated. It's great to finally speak to you. Obviously, we've we've been uh, interacting quite a bit on the social, so it's nice to actually actually speak to you face to face. So, yeah, no, it's it's definitely good. And you know, if you ever want me back on, if you run out of guests as we you know playoff time and stuff like that, you know, give us a shout. I'm more than happy to jump. Hundred percent, man. We'll definitely have you back on sort of near the end of the season for sure. There's a few people that want to come back on as well. So yeah, we'll definitely get you all back on. It'd be great. So yeah, thanks again, man. Really appreciate your time. And uh, like I say, guys, we're not going to do one for a couple of weeks. Just keep an eye on the socials about the next one, probably about two or three weeks away, I would imagine. See how it goes, really. I've got so much on like everyone else, hopefully, if things don't get cancelled. But, yeah, thanks again for listening, joining, watching, what, how, how, however you've got involved. 
as always, I really do appreciate it. Enjoy the games this week. I've got quite a few on over the next couple of weeks. Enjoy those, and more importantly, just stay safe out there, guys. Cheers. Take care.